Recording that episode, everything changed with the announcement of Travis Scott's Astro World, which I later learned would drop the same day as Mac's album this past Friday. And YG also threw his hat in the mix for G Funk fans, so to say it was a busy day is an understatement. I want to start with my promise of a breakdown of Mac's album, which I admittedly listened to after Astro World, and I'm glad I did, because it turned out to be the more rewarding album that I connected with the most. Mac has had a rough year, but he doesn't want your sympathy. He ditched social media altogether for a few months to focus on the building of this album, while also dodging an abundance of those Are You Okay messages post his breakup that Ariana Grande called toxic. Without knowing the real details that might have led to that troubling description, Mac's relationship with her was something I was all for. Was it a publicity stunt? Maybe it seemed that way at first, but in the two years that they were together, I watched them grow from a love that blossomed from their 2013 duet, The Way. They'd hop in the studio together again for my favorite part, and their relationship would inspire Mac to make one of his most vulnerable albums, The Divine Feminine. In their best moments, they'd be all smiles and cuddly Instagram pictures, and in even the toughest times, Mac was by her side, like the benefit concert that followed the tragedy that was the Manchester Arena bombing, which Ariana's new fiancé Pete Davidson once joked about. Their engagement happened almost immediately after her breakup with Mac, which likely led to his DUI where he destroyed his G-Wagon by slamming it into a light pole. A side note, that ride went up for auction, and if I had money to blow, I would definitely have bid to try to get my hands on a piece of rap history. But in an interview with Zane Lowe, Mac said the DUI was the best thing that could have happened. He went on to note that he'd lived so many years of his life recklessly without consequences, some of those moments that inspired his drug-fueled Macadelic mixtape. After getting that background out of the way, I want to let you know that everything I just talked about led up to Mac's most mature work yet. Swimming is like a combination of the divine feminine and faces. Mac, or his alter ego Larry Fisherman, had a heavy hand in producing almost every sound you hear on this album with the help of the fantastic Thundercat on bass. His rollout of the album came on pretty short notice. Releasing self-care as the first single, along with the video, was a risky choice, but it paid off in an incredible way. There are so many layers to that song, and the second half of it is something I look forward to every time I start it. It also helps that Dev Hines of Blood Orange co-wrote and produced it. The single that followed was an upbeat and funky What's the Use that was reminiscent of his 2016 track Dang with Anderson Pock. With those two tracks, I did have some doubt that Mac would get too much in his own head, and the rest of the production on the album might suffer, but I was very wrong. He beautifully carries his thoughts of regret in his failed relationship, while staying somehow extremely confident throughout the entire project. Track 2, Hurt Feelings, is for sure the banger of the album, sounding like something J. Cole might tear up, which is fitting because he produced it. John Mayer hopped in the studio to provide some fleeting guitar riffs, 
as only he can, on Small Worlds. He's also noted on the overstuffed production for Astro World, but we'll get to that later on. Dunno is the track that seems almost entirely dedicated to Ariana. He talks about his carefree times with the pop singer in a way that makes you almost envious of their relationship. It's the song that makes you feel absolutely everything he's been feeling this past year. Lastly, the track 2009 is something of a masterpiece and an easter egg for diehard fans of Mac Miller. From its dramatic, string-filled opening to its simplistic piano playing under its raw lyrics begging for self-forgiveness, this is my favorite track on the album. Now, it's time to go to the theme park that is Astro World. tracks on Astro World and so many production credits, it's all just too overwhelming. I'm a massive Travis Scott fan, but there was absolutely no growth or evolution between this and Birds in the Trap sing McKnight. I'm not sure why some of rap's biggest stars are putting out albums this year that are so stuffy and experimental, like ASAP Rocky's Testing. As a listener, it's fun to hear so many different parts to a single track, but after a while, it gets a little old, especially when one section runs so short that it's sometimes stronger than the majority of the same track. There's not much consistency with Astro World except the expected sense provided by rap's secret weapon, producer Mike Dean. Drake, Frank Ocean, and plenty more are on this album. Stop Trying to Be God features James Blake, Kid Cudi, and Stevie Wonder on harmonica. It's definitely a standout track where everything actually works and each artist's personal flares mesh together seamlessly. Wake Up will likely be another radio hit from the album with its summer-friendly acoustic sounds mixed with The Weeknd on the chorus. Skeletons gives us the long-awaited Tame Impala collab with both John Mayer and Thundercat, returning from sessions between working with Mac to hop on Astro Thunder. And of all the songs on this thick project, the one I'll likely play over and over again is actually the opener, and the one that sounds the most like a leftover from Birds in the Trap sing McKnight, Stargazing. During his last album's tour run, I watched Travis fly over the crowd on a massive mechanical bird. It was truly unlike anything I've ever seen at a show. I can only assume he'll be taking the giant head that appears on the cover of this album on the road with him, and for that reason, I might just buy a ticket. is in the middle of a potentially legal battle with a cult that inspired mass suicide. A rep from Heaven's Gate reached out to Genius to denounce his reworking of their logo for his upcoming album. Heaven's Gate isn't a cult I was familiar with, but it has some similarities to Jonestown and the free love commune that was the center of the Netflix series Wild Wild Country. According to the San Francisco Gate, all 39 members of Heaven's Gate committed suicide in a rented out mansion wearing matching tracksuits and Nike sneakers back in 1996. They believed they had to kill themselves to reach a spacecraft trailing a comet. I was too young to remember this, but it was a huge news story that took off at the start of the internet era. It's interesting because at one Philadelphia show, Lil Uzi once told an entire crowd they were going to hell with him. So, is he trying to be a cult leader himself? 
Absolutely not. He's just trying to stay ahead of the creative curve, doing things to shock old hip-hop heads in an expressive space that people like Young Thug helped to make possible. Lil Uzi also posted an alternative image to his Instagram that looks more like the anime-inspired artwork we've seen on his previous albums. Maybe the final product will be a mix of both of these designs. The NFL can't escape Colin Kaepernick, so why not embrace him? For the second year in a row, Madden has edited the name of the former 49ers quarterback out of a song. The video game releases next Friday, but has been available early to users of the EA Access subscription service. The lyric by Big Sean that was removed from YG's Big Bank goes, Feed me to the wolves, now I lead the pack in ish. You boys all cap, I'm more Colin Kaepernick. Harmless and corny, right? Sean Don tweeted the decision to censor the lyric like a curse word was disappointing and appalling, and that Kaepernick was not a curse, but a gift. EA Sports was quick to respond, calling the censorship an unfortunate mistake, a year after Kaepernick's name was taken out of Swalee's Bars of Soap freestyle on the Madden 18 soundtrack. EA Sports' public apology blamed the more recent mishap over a misunderstanding of rights when it comes to using Kaepernick's name. But as the Washington Post reports, however, they did not specify how using his name differs from using the name of any other current or retired player. Kaepernick was basically blacklisted from everything related to the NFL for kneeling during the national anthem to protest police brutality. That was 2016. Two years later, the NFL is still trying to figure out what to do with the copycat players that have been inspired by his activism, carrying out the same type of protests throughout regular season games, now cue the rich, conservative powerhouse slave owners like the Cowboys' Jerry Jones to forcibly threaten his team to have all toes on the line during the national anthem, despite whatever the NFL decides before the season officially kicks off. Once good guy quarterback Dak Prescott agreed with his team's owner, saying the anthem wasn't the time or venue to protest. For the black community, that is the ultimate step backwards for a black man with such celebrity power to do right. Instead, he chose to adopt the thoughts of the people that went against his basic civil rights just decades ago and on a bigger scale right now in the White House. My basic thoughts are, allow protests in every way possible if they can impact the bigger picture in society. While there are multiple reports of lost viewership to NFL games because of these protests, so be it. It's not just the protests. It's the current time we live in where the sport simply isn't as fast-paced enough and entertaining to watch when we have cell phones at our fingertips to watch the highlights in seconds. Oh, and that Big Sean lyric will reportedly be updated for the wider rollout of the latest Madden. The soundtrack is stacked, by the way, and according to EA Sports, it will be updated monthly to provide a fresh experience every time you turn on your PS4 or Xbox. The company is so confident in their soundtrack, they even quoted Pusha T's Daytona track, saying a wise man once said, If you know, you know, referencing just how good these songs are. As a kid from VA, that's pretty cool. If only they did right by Cap. Thanks for listening.